Hello. Bonjour. Uh, je m'appelle Jamie. I am one of the uh, hosts of the Even Worse Idea of All Time. I know you think this is probably some sort of cold open. Uh, more of a cold admin, uh, if you will. Just a note at the top of the podcast to address some of the content found within. Uh, Alistair, one of our hosts, is currently in a different location, different part of the country to Oliver and I. Um, he's in and out of internet range, often you know, tramping through the bush and, and climbing rocks, as I'm sure you've heard us describe before. Uh, this week, he actually managed to, to phone in and uh, record a podcast with us. He said, look, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good time. I've, I've, I've got internet for once. Um, I'll, I'll check in, we'll do a podcast, and then I'll, I'll, I'll dip back out for another couple of weeks to some mountain range in the beautiful South Island of New Zealand. Now, that, that was all well and good, and we did it. We watched the film, we recorded the podcast. Uh, everything went swimmingly. Uh, the only trouble is, you know, I came, it's, it's been a couple of days since we recorded and I thought I'd better, better edit this bad boy and, and get it up on the internet. Alistair is now out of internet range and we've made the crucial error of not, not liaising about his audio, um, the audio that he recorded. So we don't actually have that. So w- w- what we've got here is a bit of a dilemma uh, or perhaps m- more of an opportunity, I, I think you might say. Uh, we've got sort of two thirds of a podcast. Oliver and I were together in person recording, so we've we've got that audio. Uh, the trouble is we don't have Alistair's side of the conversation. Now, the you know you might think, oh, okay, well, you know that that's just one. That'll be a lost episode. We'll scrap that. But um, no, no, no. We'll we'll persevere. What we're going to do now um, is we've we've contacted an incredible uh, impersonator. Someone who we think really nails the sort of timbre, um, the tone, the inflection of Alistair's voice. Uh, and any time that we sort of throw to Alistair or we think that Alistair might have something to say, we're just going to rely on them uh, to lend their incredible voice acting talent. Uh, and so, and sort of imagine w- what it might have been like if Alistair was there. Obviously, we heard the conversation. You know, we heard what Alistair had to say. Unfortunately, that's uh, that's that's not to be reflected in the recording. But um, it's, it's this will be sort of uh, a way to to get a taste of what Alistair might have been like, what he might have said in this scenario. Obviously, uh, these won't be the exact words he said. Um, if he wants to sort of, you know, obviously there could be some legal issues there. We don't necessarily want to get Alistair into any hot water. Uh, but I, th- I think you'd, when you hear it, you'll probably think, yeah, you know what, that, that is uncanny. And, and if it wasn't, if I hadn't been told this now, uh, I probably would think that was Alistair. So uh, without further ado, this will be the Even Worse Idea of All Time podcast episode 38. Welcome to the Even Worse Idea of All Time podcast. Je m'appelle Jamie. Episode 38 of our second season, <laughs> where we watched Breaking Dawn so many, so many, so many times. How many times, Oliver? 38 times, and 52 no, is the ultimate goal. Right, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Uh, today we are joined live via satellite by one Alistair Armstrong. Cool, blimey boys! Thanks for having me on. I'm I'm glad to be here. Absolutely shaking with anticipation. Shaking, Stevens. 
Hey, Alistair, just a quick question about sort of your phone there. Sure. Um, that that cord you've got plugged into it, is that, a, is that just a charging cord? Yeah, I just use it to charge my phone, I do. Okay, Why no is that worries. in there, brother? How much power are you on? I'm on 3%, so I should be good to last the whole podcast. Oh, keep that in there, brother. Okay, yeah, that's all right. Um, you... You can possibly Chop it, phone possibly yeah that's a good probably a good position there for the phone that, oh, that would be my, my right. advice. Uh, I'd say a bit closer. <laughs> sorry, I don't know how phones work. No, no worries. Uh, we, we, we've we've watched Twilight, haven't we? Oh yeah, Breaking Dawn Part Two, to be more specific. Guess the movie I watched this no, week. Well, we have two, Alistair. You better have one. No, no, you we better have. not be. Can, I can promise you that. Playing a trick yeah. on me and then pretending you have one, you haven't, because I watched uh, it. We could have actually. That probably would have been good if we if we rocked up and didn't watch it, and you did. We um, contemplated it part way through, but then we just went on um, cool other websites. Um, we, we we focused, but we well, we played some other podcasts. Um, look, I guess the thirties. You know, we were remarking earlier in one of our crazy, interesting off-air conversations, the 30s have absolutely flown by. You know, we thought we were having a tough old time with this movie, but I think we've settled into it. It's a pair of old old boots, and it's not rash. It's not giving us scabs anymore. I call them the 30s. It's easy because we ain't been too good at watching it. On time, we've been uh, quite um, you- <laughs> lax about doing it once a yeah. week, yeah, haven't the, the- we, boys? Hey. Alistair's Look, brought think, up a terrible secret that we like to avoid that oh, the numbers of, of actual watches the, the, the three individual hosts of this podcast absolutely crazy unprecedented times uh, new normal so like we've fucked it alright and I, 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 I want to keep fudging that and pretending that I love Brexit I do I'm only one watch behind I think so because I didn't I did. A, I did another watch. When I think I'm fine. I think I've watched it 38 times. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. And I'm, look, we're better off without the EU. Look, 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 that's, look, that's false. When you lads get to my level, 38 is a real kind one. It's. I'm. I am absolutely gagging to go into the 40s because I am now an expert on Twilight and all my favourite characters, Emmett and Roseanne and Charlemagne, and I'm bloody loving these vampires. What's Charlemagne's power? He can spit chewing gum. Okay. Big. Can't can't a normal human do that? No, no. He spits it out and it's fresh. And he's like, like, oh, "Oh, that's fucking disgusting. He's like, no, no. Taste it. Does he produce the gum? Yeah, new. He produces my favourite brand of gum, which is Abba Baba. Okay. What What about other brands? Other brands don't have them. Only that's the hubba bubba magic. They come from those intestines of Charlemagne. His favourite is grape. Grape comes from the large intestine. It would have been good if I probably would have preferred it if the Twilight books were about Charlemagne, the bubblegum spitting vampire. But they were, and they will be once you've got to the thirty-eighth watch, baby. <laughs> Come and join me. The water's tepid. Hey, um, quick, quick little note here. I've not um, thought of a shining light for this one. Did you think of one? Already? I'm in that. I'm in. I'm in Jamie's train. So let's shoot on past that feature and return back to it later. Or we could get Alistair to give us his one now. Alistair, give us three. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right okay. Yeah, one that you might think that Jamie and I might plausibly like. Have your one first. I'm not guaranteeing I will like it. You can offer one up yeah, for yeah. me and I'll say, terrible. No thanks, Alistair. Um, but but if you want to offer it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, my favourite part. Oh, my favourite part of the movie this week was something. I think there was something a shot of a boot or something. And I don't know, something about beating a cat off. <laughs> the cat off? Yeah. Turn that bloody cat off. Something about beating a cat off. I don't, That's alright. And then there was a good song. I liked one of the songs in the movie. The song was sounding good, it was. I like music, it gets me through dark times. Nice. How does the music go? Um, it sounds like Snoopy's Christmas, but less festive. Yeah. Um, I don't, I feel nervous. I'm nervous in front of you boys. I worship you. I don't want to sing it right in front of you. Okay, and do you think Jamie or Oliver would like that shot better? Oh, the boot shot. That's Jamie written all over it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I like... Th- That's my gift to you, Jamie. I love you. You made the right choice there. I don't, I don't know... I don't know the shot you're talking about, and if I did no, see it, I would have seen. I. I would have said, "That's hackneyed. That's <laughs> not fresh. I don't need classic cinema. I need new territories." Bill Condon. That really goes to the core. It does. I thought that one myself. For the bland, yeah. for the look, retread. Look, I do just want to clarify for the listeners when Alistair says um, "slapped ass." Never said oh, that. I think he. Ma- I think he means. So the, a character that has a face like a smacked ass. I didn't say that slapped at all. Ass to me implies there's a scene in which someone gets their ass slapped. And I do just want to didn't say uh, ass point slapped out that it's Slapped is sexier than smacked. It Stop seems like a whole different thing. Yeah, slapped is sexier. Yeah, it's like, oh, would you? Could you smack my ass? <laughs> in the sexual context, that seems like smack it's... my ass like a drum. Yeah, I that's, guess if you that's a song, I think. Who's that by? <laughs> I don't know who it's by, but I know the, the lyrics go, smack my ass like a drum. So you rejoin the podcast with Jamie having stolen a shining light that he didn't even see. So what's my shining light? I ask Alistair. Oh, oh, oh God. Um, I'm racking me brains, fellas. It's got um, it's maybe good. There was a nice credenza in the hallway. I don't know. Yes, because it is the shape of... A sn- what? It's the shape of a Georgian peach. I once put my <laughs> willy into a peach. I did. I the, did. It's a it's a beautiful abstract shape, and I thought, oh, mama, what's that? And I spent so long trying to decipher it, and then I thought maybe the art is that you can't decipher it, and he's like, oh, I just remembered it's an earring. You all for fucking idiots, and yeah, I it's love an that. Earring. I love those earrings. That's an earring. <laughs> I don't. Aro's not actually wearing an earring at any point, is he? Oh! <laughs> no, I think there's just a. There's uh, an owl in Michael Sheen's ear that suggests there has been an earring in there at some point. Please, <laughs> don't hurt me! Uh, how would. How would a vampire pierce their ear? I guess he did it as a human. But then surely that scar would heal up. Not not as a vampire, because... Look, everybody knows that when a vampire becomes a vampire, mm. their holes okay. don't close. Yeah. Nah, I'm not liking that at all, Alistair. You've done good with the shining lights, but that's a shit theory. Fuck you, then, you piece of shit. I'll fucking... I'll tear you limb from limb, I will. I've been training down here in these mountains. Mm. Training so that I could hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, much, much to think about. You're talking nonsense. You've got to be stopped. <laughs> Alistair, how, how did you find the movie this week? I, 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 you briefly said you didn't like it. On his, compu- on his computer, that's where he found it. 
on your bloody laptop. Yeah, look, I do have to apologise for Oliver. Um, yeah, look, I'll cop that one. Uh, Just trying to keep the conversation flow going because so Alistair's a bit, being a bit sluggish. Well, how was the movie, Dick? Give us a chance. Oh, I loved it. It's my favourite movie ever. I can't believe I've ever said a bad word what about it. What question were you going to answer? What? So I didn't quite... I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> don't, don't worry about him. Have <laughs> you got something to say? But, say it to my fucking face, you miserable git. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the I'll be I, the messenger. Be the, I don't I don't want anything to do with that boy anymore. <laughs> anyway, my favourite quote from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban is when they're talking about a serious black and someone says, "Jamie, take it away for me." Like trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. That's the one. That's my favourite. Mm. I do like it. It's got a good sound to it. Like like footprints washed away. Shut up. What are you going on about? Okay. Yep. Listen, oh, don't, you, in, don't interrupt me when I'm talking. Right? Well, look, I think I think that's probably because it is so inept and clumsy. It's not a no, good no, film. No, no, I said I liked it this week. It's something that I, I'm, I'm sort of slowly learning. Something that I'm, 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 I'm wising up to. I'm thinking, hang on, there might be a few flaws in this flick. Um, uh, and, and of course, 38 watches in, you might find that. Yeah, a few ceilings, a few walls. <laughs> Fla- floors. I'm doing puns this week. Oh, it is good to hear your voice, Oliver. Oh, it's been so hard watching it by myself this week. It's been a challenge. Yeah, it's definitely a bit more fun with company. Oliver, we I mean, we were discussing the film as we watched it, but what did you think? Go on, tell us, tell us. Yeah, I loved this film. I, <laughs> I was pretty unfocused, but like, it's fine. Yeah, it's, we, were, um, we were, but... I was really, really annoyed by all the... Um, the bits where it goes loud because it's quite a quiet and contemplative film, and then there's like this sh- this, this 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 noise that shatters your um, Alistair sucks. Your um, oh, that's so mean, please. Y- yeah, no, but there are there's often these big stretches of just nothing, and then it's like brown 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 and out, or like oh, when Jacob got pushed over, and it's just like far out. I just want to, I just want this. I want something steady. I can settle into it. It's like. If you keep, it's not like I'm sleeping, but I think I can like settle in and like my mind can sleep while being awake. Oliver kept putting on his sunglasses this week when it went when the loud bits happened. He would put his sunglasses on, which sunglasses protect your eyes mm. from the sun. Absolutely, I think they put the uh, the loud music in there to keep you engaged. Yeah. As you know, yeah, bro. You are. My yeah, uh, my I'm, answer is yes. I think they sense you nodding off that, you know, Bill Condon screened this to many people and sort of as they would, you know, d- dip their head down, he'd, he'd make a little note of the, of the time code and then later on they'd go into the edit and they'd say, add a really loud sound there. You know, Alistair, it actually sort of reminds me of a time where we watched the film and you were sort of falling asleep yourself and what we did was we connected a UE boom to Oliver's phone and then we um, played really, really loud sort of machine gun fire to wake you up and that was a really, really fun prank and I think you really liked it. We certainly had a good time with that one. I think I think, I think, think that was a certainly a very hot prank because Alistair woke up so, so scared that Oliver was being shot to death. He thought he, he thought Oliver was being all shot up and I was sort of... He sort thought, of, who, who in here is 
dead. I was selling it because I was going, oh God, please no. He, he, please. Jamie was like doing this really cool dramatic role of like the of of, of the scared yeah, guy. See, I wasn't being all shot up, so I was sort of just there to witness <laughs> Oliver being all shot up, and I was horrified. But I think you 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 added a lot to that, and and definitely made made Alice disfear. Yeah, well, I th- uh, very palpable. I think that's what sold it to him. I think you know maybe initially he could have just thought, you know, there's some some canned sound effects, but I think um you know me sort of screaming as well. We sold it to him, and um, he was he was frightened for his life actually. I love pranks. I can't hear a word you're saying, so I'm just going to go get some headphones <laughs> so I can um so I can hear your lovely voices a bit better. Is that all right? Yeah, no, no, no qualms, brother. We'll 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 vamp while you oh, go good. off and do do what you want. Just. J- you can just leave it recording. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Uh, I don't know where his phone. So Alistair's gone. So now it's um, <gasps> it's you know, it's 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 just the two lads. Um, I'm back. I'm back. I got oh, he's, oh, he's fucking. He's back. He's immediately back. That was, that was very. It's quick. a waste of time because we don't even get to do vamping except just bland exposition. What would we have talked about in that time? I would have talked about the Suez Canal, probably. Uh, sort of the construction uh, of that. Okay, I would have talked about candy floss. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, look. I think we can bring them together and say, what if the Suez Canal was filled, filled with candy, with candy floss. floss? That you know, would be a nightmare. That, that would be a civil disturbance. They would have been thinking, hey, we're going to we're going to bloody make this shipping route and we're going to you know, people aren't going to have to go all the bloody way around anymore. We're going to we're going to cut right through the country and then and then, it's a, it's and then, an absolute and then mess. Now, what's happened is they've, we've cut through the continent, but there's candy floss in the water. And, and it's absorbing a lot of water. And, and it's just disgusting. And people actually, come and eat it, and it's like, there are spiders in there. There are spiders. It takes longer to get through the candy floss than it did to just go all the way this around. This is a disgusting, rotting mess, and this is going to have serious... Uh, socio-political implications. Well, the kids are drinking out of this river, and, um, and their bloody teeth are rotting. Uh, you know, that's on me. So it's not 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 all good, actually. When your wishes come true, all right. Candyland, the board game, presents an inaccurate scenario. Mm. I love fantasy as much as the next man, but you need a balanced diet and you need a canal that does its fucking job. You, you know, and, I, and I, I don't want to tell people to sort of pull their head, you know, out of the asses or out of the clouds. In fact, but you know, sometimes it, it, there's a difference between <laughs> being pragmatic and being realistic. <laughs> And being, you know, dr- goal driven, and you know, you know, and focusing on your dreams. Do you, do you reckon um, Alistair hasn't joined in because he doesn't like this riff, or because he can't hear us? I, I wonder if he can't hear us, Alistair. Can you hear us? Because right this now? is golden shit. Oh, I can hear you loud and clear. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, but you were giving no like facial response either. So we thought maybe we've got to keep this going. I thought because that, that maybe... would have been the worst. That would have been the worst result, Alistair. We would have. I was just in a daze. <laughs> I was just in a daze. But I was thinking, shit, we're going to have to keep this chat going for a good five minutes <laughs> until he can, um, you know. So we we almost went into a very very dark scenario there. Yeah, but my, um, my uncle drowned by jumping into the Suez Canal. It was a dark day. It was filled with candy floss. Try jumping into that. Oh yeah, big candy <laughs> nightmare, wasn't it? <laughs> now, there you go. There you go. He's in. <laughs> And now, now it's finished. Candy Nightmare, that's the title of uh, something, probably. Um, <laughs> so, w- w- <laughs> what should we talk about now? I'm really into scrapbooking now. Nice, yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, we could talk about... Scrapbooking? I could, um, I could talk about that. What, what, who, <laughs> Alistair, introduce a, t- a topic. Doesn't have to be about the movie, could be. Stare us, stare us. Why is 
Alistair the Vampire lurking around in Renish May's bedroom. I think I, he knows. No, no, no. That, that's not Al- that's not Renish May's bedroom. I, I think that's just some sort of common anterior. area that that Alistair walks into. Then why are there so many Jansports around? It's entirely funded by by Jansport. Um, the Cullens have a lucrative deal. I don't believe you. Yeah. I think you're speaking absolute fucking nonsense. I think what we're missing is the scene in Breaking Dawn Part 1 where they're doing a sort of a, a tour of the Cullen household and Jasper says, and now... This is going to be some stupid fucking improv that you're doing. Yeah, it's like a MTV crib sort of thing and Jasper goes, now this is the Jansport room brought to you by Jansport um, and he shows off the various Jansport accoutrement. Contractually, um, he has to be called Jansper Sport for 10 years. <laughs> There's a really good bit where he shows off the um, kitchen brought to you by Subway and then contractually has to eat a sandwich and then because vampires can't digest, he then has to throw it up. So you're basically, for for eight minutes, you watch Jasper try and eat a foot-long meatball sub and then regurgitate it. And it doesn't add anything to the film necessarily, um, but it is quite the spectacle. I love you. Absolutely. It was shot in 2012, so Jared Vogel is a very central presence as well. <laughs> Uh, so this movie's not as well in a number of ways. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but the kitchen, actually, look, look I noticed. Look how much is Oh, no, wait, no, it's Pencil Trick. Pencil Trick. Pencil Trick. I went to Subway and my fucking pants are tiny. Um, no, but I noticed the kitchen this week. Did you see the kitchen, Alistair? Have you ever seen the kitchen? There's almost nothing in it, and I love the attention to detail because the, these vampires are the... They don't eat, baby. The kitchen is a good idea for a shining light. It, it, it is. Fuck, that would have been a good one. Uh, do you want it? Jamie can have it. I have it because I talked about. Yeah, I talked about how that then related to the first Twilight, in which there's a scene where uh, the Cullens prepare a meal, just especially for Bella. Obviously, you know. No, hang on, sorry, you've taken that as your shining light. You, you can do talk yeah. about this. Okay, I'll keep Alistair's shit one then. Okay, carry on. Yep. Um, no, I just it, it got me to talking to Oliver when we were watching the film about a scene in the first Twilight in which Bella uh, Bella goes to visit the Cullens, and at this stage she knows they're vampires. Um, and, and they've prepared her a meal. They've made pasta for her. And she gets there and she says, oh, no thanks, I already ate. And uh, much to the chagrin of Rosalie, who then breaks a salad bowl, she's so, so angry. That genuinely happens. Angry. Um, and it's like, you know, maybe don't fly off the handle, Rosalie, but also kind of fair enough. These vampires don't eat and they've gone to the trouble of making a meal for you, Bella. Even if you have just eaten, the least you could do is have a little bite. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about politeness. And it's about a taste sensation. Surely one, a couple little, little get the taste and go, oh, this is beautiful. It's better than having literally none of it. Yeah, she could have said, not bad. You don't need to stuff. You know, you say, I have a little bit. Oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to have some leftovers in the morning because I've already eaten. But come brekkie time, I'm going to gobble down this pasta, baby. And then no glass would be broken. I appreciate the effort you've gone to. It's not lost on me. I understand that you can't eat. I will eat this in good time. Maybe not all of it tonight, but, I'm, you know, I, 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 I appreciate what you're doing. All, that's all she had to say. Uh, look, obviously, that's not in this film. So I'm slightly off piste there. I'm sorry, but um, just something that that uh, a memory that was triggered by seeing that kitchen mm. it's all texture in it oh it's all texture I tell you what th- there is a lot of texture uh, in the honey oat bread that was used in Jasper <laughs> uh, ate his meat like, um, do you get honey do you get honey oat I used to like honey oat but then they don't do it anymore I get Italian herbs and cheese yeah I like Italian herbs and cheese that's and what, I, what I tend to go for I don't now, know what the herbs are I'd imagine oregano 
Yep, or oregano as they call it in the States. <laughs> um, basil doesn't feel very Italian, but I guess it's a pretty staple herb. Yeah. I and mean, I'm going to say... Cumin, so cumin. It feels, it feels like there's a hint of... Cumin. Yeah, basil's pretty strong. Cumin. I'm going to say thyme. Mm. I no t- mint, no mint. That's why. That's my big call. Oliver Pole's big call. No, no mint. Jared Fogel is doing time <laughs> in prison. What about cumin? No, no, no cumin. Cumin, cumin is very Mexican. Is very. It's if you put it in your nachos. Is cumin a is cumin a herb or is cumin a spice? Would it's we a say? spice. I'd yep. say. Alistair Bro, did you know that I made nachos with roast potatoes, brother? Yeah, I listened to the last podcast. I loved it. Uh, well, this is old territory because I talked about it last week, but I just want everyone in my immediate life to know because it's stunning. It's super simple. No, 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 no. It's just instead of chips, and yet, no. you do roasties. Right, you know, I, I understand the concept. I'm, I'm on board. You, do, you get me? Yeah, I get you. I like it. I'd like to do it myself. Oh, have you not? I, I thought I, I, I felt like I was very proud when I did it because I thought this is a taste sensation that no one's ever tasted i named the last episode nacho yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you've not done that before Alice. Everyone, everyone should, 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 dumb, so should know. i might have known you'd do this to me oh oh you you might have done poor little alistair <laughs> um, I, I think i think if you can't name a specific i think for the final episode you should make us some nachos with roast potatoes it's a great idea i'm gonna make jamie some good nachos <laughs> In the last episode, please make some for me Appreciate too. It. Oh, please, hey, please. Um, Alistair, since you since you were away last week, and not that it's a weekly segment anymore, but just you know, since, since there's been an absence, maybe you've had some ideas cooking. Uh, let's kick off a little segment. <gasps> he is in the attic, getting up to no good. Alistair the vampire. Alistair is a vampire in the film. He's also a man we're talking to right now, but we're talking about the film vampire Alistair. Uh, he heads up to the attic upon arriving in the film. We like to speculate what he's doing up there. Alistair, have you any ideas? No, sorry, but might I say you two are looking very relishing tonight. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Here we bloody are. 28 minutes into the record, Alistair's first mention of our physical appearance. <laughs> Fucking, uh, we've got the same shirt on, dickhead. Yeah, right, right, I'm saying it looks good, please. We didn't coordinate, and Jamie and I have rocked up to the studio yeah. in the very same shirt. How's that for... This wasn't even planned. I just wore it, and Oliver just decided to wear it too. While we're at it, Alistair is wearing white, and so are we, and I'm like, oh my god, we love each other. We love... <laughs> Not the idea of each other. We like the clothes oh, and lines. I love love. love with you. Uh, I love. I love love. I love to love, but my baby just loves to dance. Oliver, you look I quite love... scary. The sort of the, the way the light is. Um, I'm not scary. The way the light is reflecting in your glasses, it looks a bit scary. Oh, you're so scary to protect yourself from powerful UV rays. <laughs> I'll stay sun smart if that's all right with you. UV Ray Charles is my favourite rhythm and blues musician. Can you lay off? Oh, but Jamie looks like a, a nice, cuddly individual. Why well, look there? Okay. Look, I think it all sort of loops back to something Alistair said a couple of weeks ago where he said that I was sort of the most together as a person. So I think it's just sort of, I think it's, um, I think it's sort of coming back to that. Um, so I appreciate that, Alistair. It's, um, you really got my back these days. What were you going to say you love? I don't know. I don't know. I love. I love hot chocolate. 
Oh, he made hot chocolate. He put cream in it. Yeah. I've never done that. I've creamed myself yeah. this week. Sorry to say. <laughs> Liquid. No, no, this is, this is whipped cream. All right. Just yeah. a little treat for me. Just a little evening treat. One time I was sitting down and I shit myself and oh, it all yuck. went up my back. So that was a real dark day for me personally. <laughs> I put was, cream in my shorts sometimes. Uh, I had canned fruit. I had canned fruit that I brought to Jamie's house with the promise that he'd give me a can opener. Now, Alistair, for the prize of a very special gift that you'll receive in a few days, what canned fruit do you think I ate? Pears. Oh. Incorrect. It was, it was going to be either pear, apricots, or peaches, but I did choose peaches in the end, and they were pretty disappointing. Oh, really? Way too hard. I, pre- I put them in a little bowl for him with a spoon, though, so that was... Alistair, you shall still receive your gift. We do actually have a gift that'll be coming for you, hopefully soon. Um, not physically, but it is a gift. Um, we'll potentially update <laughs> We might unpack that in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be a lot of psychological Even if actually, issues Alistair that will probably spiral won't out. Be on the next, you, Alistair, you're going rural, I understand? Yeah, I've been banished from my home, so... Off to the bushes Yeah, no, going. I think the gift will be able to find you, certainly. Um, I think there are several Hope, gifts. Well, on, I wait. think they never rest. I think they never sleep. <laughs> I think the gifts are hungry and they'll get you. Alistair, you're going tomorrow, is that right? Yeah, tomorrow is when I go. The gift is wolves, all right? <laughs> oh, spoil the suspense for the listeners. The gift is lots and lots of wolves. <laughs> have a fun time in the wilderness. I, ha- I have often thought that the way I'd go would be attack by wolves. Would you, so. would you, would you like that? Yeah, I think it'll be a very valiant way to go, you Wouldn't know. It? Uh, 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 something that people would remember. <laughs> would you want to be watched? Well, I don't know. I think when I picture it, I'm sort of in the middle of the woods, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know if yeah, there'll be people, I don't know people anybody. around. I know, I know, but if you were just standing in, like, in the centre of New York and wolves came in, <laughs> and t- I feel like that would be too, like... Too passive. Like I feel like maybe in the as the last act of a valiant battle against wolves. But if it was just a freak hit and run wolf accident, <laughs> I think it would be more comical than anything. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe good. Well, I'm all about comedy. If you know, I, I'd like a, an heroic death. But if it if there's some comedy, I'd like too, my death to be comical. Then then that's all right with me. Yeah, if people, at least people with a smile. Even if it is at my expense. I'd often, I've often, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be at your expense, you'll be dying. <laughs> I. All right. Prick. No, no, I feel like you're yeah. not laughing with them if yeah. the wolves are tearing you apart. <laughs> so, no, this, I, 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 I arranged this earlier with the guys, they know. Um, I've often said that I'd like to die by sort of slipping and falling into a volcano, as everyone watches. <laughs> I've heard that, but I didn't know it was slipping into it. I thought it was like a more heroic thing. No, I like think a, it'd be funny just to sort of go, <laughs> and then tum- and tumble in and everyone. Perhaps on a banana peel. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to have a go at your banana. <laughs> I think the image would be funny, but I think I'd still be fairly put out if that happened tomorrow. I think that looks amusing, but really the realities of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I wouldn't want to be attacked by wolves until I was at least 18. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're 18 and you get attacked by wolves, you've got that no would be, that chance. That would be really like, cool, yeah. They will savage <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I've, I imagine him dressed in rags for some reason. <laughs> a very long trailing beard. I think, yeah, I think it'll just be like t- 
two young boys stumble into a clearing and there's an old man. <laughs> yeah, and he just sort of walks, takes two steps towards them as if he's about to impart some wisdom. <laughs> then 20 great wolves leap upon him. It's, I, a, it's a pivotal moment in their lives. Yeah, I um, think they record it and they chuck it up on Fail Army, which is really good. Oh, I'd love to go viral. Yeah, doesn't, BuzzFeed doesn't coverage. It, so. Doesn't quite make it into the top 100 Fail Army videos of the year, but... Um, it's 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 certainly in the fails of the week compilation. That's that's for sure. Well, I suppose that's all I could really ask for, isn't it? You know, that's as much as any man could dream. Absolutely. This week I was on Team Alice because she would get a really nice vibe that, on the internet. That, but I actually, looked at photos of her and videos of her on YouTube, and she's got it. She feels like Christmas yeah. on YouTube, Alistair. Yeah, we we watched a video with her, and she was talking about Christmas. And I said, I feel like Christmas would be really nice with her. Yeah, and I stand by that. And so I'm on Team Alice as well. Okay, great. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Alistair, what about you? Team Jacob. Nice. Because I support every view he has, every single one. I agree with. Oh, I think Alistair might have just we might have just I, lost Alistair. Actually, I feel like there's a decent chance it recorded fine though. Yeah, so uh, we can we can keep that. We'll, we're here later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lovely to talk to you, Alistair. That's probably the end of our show. I think this week. Speaking of real pleasure, has anyone got any more admin? Because you know Alistair's about to disappear. I'll be gone. Yeah, well, that's that's true. Obviously, Alistair. You'll be gone. Do you know? Do you have a rough idea of when you might be back back online? I would say maybe two to three weeks. Okay, right. So you know, I'm, I'm planning on being away for a, a while. I've got some some things to sort out. You know, I'm a, I've done some bad things, but some very bad things. Well, best of luck. We hope hope you don't get killed by wolves in that time. But if you do, it's how, it's how you wanted to go. <laughs> All right, take care. Kakite. Bye. I mean, you can keep saying something if you, if you want. <laughs> if you want to have the last bloody word. No, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Sorry. No, no, no. That was the end of it, actually. All right, Great, we'll, we'll um, be off. <laughs> <laughs>